Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors that make this all possible. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Violet Defense for their support of the podcast. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into their products and your environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see what these fantastic products can do for you. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or to learn more and get started with your own digital wall of fame. Call them at 614-981-3589 or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, are using Huddle to help their teams play better. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras, analytics, and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth programs, up through high school and college teams, and even professional organizations are using Huddle to help their teams play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. And we also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. 
Athletic surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack also puts you in touch with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at sales at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We truly have a, a good friend on the show today, Sean Dowling. Sean is a certified master athletic administrator. He's the athletic director at Monroe Township High School in Monroe Township, New Jersey. Uh, Sean's very active at state and the national level. That's kind of where we got connected uh, a few years ago. And uh, we're very excited to hear what's going on in his part of the country. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Jake, thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Okay. Well, as, as we discussed, uh, you know, you're uh, still an active AD, very busy. So let's jump right to it. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So Tell a little bit about yourself, where you uh, grew up, where you went to school and college, and kind of how your path has led you to your current position um, at Monroe Township. Sure. Uh, grew up on in uh, Oyster Bay, Long Island. Uh, married a Jersey girl. It's been all uphill since then. Uh, and um, started my teaching career. I've been coaching before that, uh, but started my teaching career uh, in New Jersey because that's where all the jobs were. There were very little jobs on Long Island. So, um, and uh, started uh, teaching at a very interesting path, uh, very diverse background in education. Started Elizabeth High School, it's an inner city school up here, one of the largest, if not the largest in the state. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my, my coaching kind of took me through um, to different uh, other schools, Summit High School, I taught there. Uh, did one year at Roxbury High School, uh, I did a worked at the Morristown Baird School, which is a wonderful prep school up here where I coached uh, ice hockey and lacrosse. And, uh, and then from there, I became the athletic uh, administrator at Madison High School and then uh, ended up here at uh, Monroe Township High School. Uh, I have a pretty diverse coaching background, which I think helps me as an athletic administrator. Um, Grew up my whole life playing ice hockey was my number one sport. And um, then I just kept getting bigger and bigger, uh, kind of burned out in ice hockey. And I uh, started my football career and uh, I've coached football, ice hockey, lacrosse, and uh, a little bit of basketball, certainly with my daughters uh, in basketball uh, through travel. And, um, you know, if you would ask me back in, 1994, 95, that I'd be all lacrosse and no football. At one point, I would have thought you were crazy. But uh, I ended up really, uh, you know, as a head coach uh, in boys lacrosse. And I uh, 
do some things on a state level for lacrosse nine boys lacrosse tournament director for the NJSIAA. I schedule our North, both our North boys and girls leagues, which is about a total of approximately 190 schools. I have to schedule their spring for them. So that's the, uh, so here I am. That's the uh, Reader's Digest version mm-hmm. of my journey to our conversation uh, here. For our listeners, Sean is being very, very modest. Uh, very, he has a very, very impressive uh, coaching career, coaching resume, and, and as well as an AD. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, that first AD job, you know, we all had it. Um, how, what were some of those uh, challenges maybe of, you know, making that transition from the, the head coach to being the AD? And what were some of the exciting things that happened in that first job? Sure. So I, I think one of the biggest challenges, and, and remember, even now at Monroe, uh, I'm a yeah, I've only been here a year, <clears throat> seems like five or six with some of the things I've been going through with, with the pandemic and everything, <clears throat> excuse me, but, and, and, and in Monroe, I'm like a, a brand new experienced AD. So as a brand new AD at Madison, uh, first it's learning the culture of Madison. I was fortunate to have them in the same conference coaching against uh, them in, in lacrosse and then uh and ice hockey uh, and having uh, some friends and, and being right in Morristown Baird is right next door in Madison as well. So uh, had a familiarity there. Immersing myself in the culture, sitting back and just observing, trying not to say too much. You know, I think sometimes less is better in that uh, situation. Um, I think my coaching resume helped me. Uh, and again, in a in a diverse having a diverse coach, you know, where I coached all, you know, I've coached four four different sports, and I can sit there with these coaches, and I've had success, some sort of level of success uh, in those sports, uh, coaching wise, X's and O's. Uh, really, um, you know, I fortunate that I think my mindset of getting to know the kids and. I had the education-based athletic mindset as a coach before we started calling it education-based athletics, uh, learning the core values. Uh, and, um, and that's really something that I wanted to transfer to my coaches, getting to know them, building that trust, which takes a while. Trust, you just don't get trust when you become an athletic administrator. Trust is earned both ways. Uh, and I had some, I inherited a wonderful coaching staff there I inherited a wonderful coaching staff here at Monroe, and um, I, I, I'm very fortunate in, in, in both uh, schools to have that uh, happen. So, you bring up just such a great point of you know coming in whether you're a brand new AD or an experienced AD that's coming into their first year at a job. Um, that aspect of of watching, observing, learning the culture. And sometimes that's a really challenging thing to do. You know, uh, you might see something, uh, uh, procedural thing that's being done that it's not the way you did it at your old school. And I think it's tempting sometimes to want to come in and tweak. But uh, as you mentioned, you know, sitting back and and watching and getting to know people, building that trust, uh, so very important. Hmm? So you're right. And one of the, I can think back to one of the first, 
the first month or so, I um, I was told I should, I need to make a change with the football coach. And I like, I, you know, and to their credit, to the administration's credit at that time, uh, I, I asked to at least, at the very least, uh, go through a season and observe the football coach. At the end of the day, if you wanted me to move on and make a change, you know, you know, you do what your boss tells you to do, right? So, but I, you know, I said, listen, I'd like to observe him. Uh, I, I came in to that job in January as well. So mid-year, so, uh, you know, hit the ground running with our winter sports here. Uh, so I got to know that coach. Uh, he's an excellent coach, a uh, gentleman, uh, really cared about the kids. Uh, at the end of the day, we decided to move on. Uh, and, and part ways, but again, at least I got a chance to evaluate that coach uh, for a full season and an off season as well. Uh, I will tell you that I had another coach and uh, about the first two or three weeks of, of observing that coach, I had my fingers and toes crossed and let's get through the season without anything crazy happening. And uh, we're fortunate, I very um, high maintenance, hands-on, and at the last day of the season, it was like, thank you, coach. Here's your paycheck. Good luck. We'll move in a different direction. And, uh, you know, so I, I had both types where it was just, it was like, wow. You know, I, I didn't know what was going to happen next with that particular coach in sport. Yeah, those are certainly challenges. Uh, you, you brought back memories for me. We had a, a young coach there, you know, had a good heart, but just, you know, struggled with some things. And you know, coach, you got to do this coach. This is what I want you to do. Coach, you need to do this. And none of those steps worked. And at the end of the day, we had to say goodbye. Those are always tough. For it's tough for us because I'm sorry, it's tough for no, us because we're not pro sport or college sports. It's got to be you. Uh, usually it's got to be something pretty crazy to let us coach go mid season. So, uh, and again, that's, you know, again, that's, not really the high school way, but uh, we'll do it if we have to, you know, in the best interest of our oh, Absolutely. You know, because ultimately it, it does come down to us, you know, it's, you know, we're the athletic director. Okay. Great stuff. Uh, we're listening to Sean Dowling. Sean's a certified master athletic administrator, and he's the athletic director at Monroe Township High School in Monroe Township, New Jersey. We're going to be back with some more. Let's take a quick break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Huddle for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams are using Huddle to help elevate the play of their athletes and their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus, of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros are using Huddle to help their teams and athletes play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more, about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com 
and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We're back visiting with Sean Dowling, Certified Master Athletic Administrator from Madison Township in New Jersey. Sean, um, in our profession, we always talk about the importance of leadership and particularly mentorship. So I always ask our guests, who were the mentors that you had in your life? Um, the expression I like to use is, I still hear those voices in my head. So uh, do you have any voices that you still hear? I sure do. Uh, you know, I think it goes back to high school and the coaches I had. Uh, you know, I had two um, that uh, I just were fortunate enough to have as my coaches. Uh, Bob Scammell was a coach and was the athletic director of Royce Bay High School. And, and I, you know, he was such a wonderful guy. Uh, and, um, you know, I had the, and Bob Rose was my head football coach. And I got a great opportunity to play for them and then ultimately coach with them at Oyster Bay High School uh, in the beginning of my coaching journey. Uh, Bob, you know, just being an athletic director is like, I, I got it. That's the coolest thing in the world. I got it. You, wait, you're in charge of all the sports here? Yeah. I, I got to do that. That's what I want to do. So, um, and then I also wanted a coach. And so what better way than to be a uh, educator? So I got on the math line in college uh, and became a math teacher. Um, probably should have gotten on the phys ed line, but that's, you know, <laughs> I, we can't turn the clock back. But again, uh, so those were guys uh, that were instrumental. I brought, the, I was fortunate enough uh, to receive an honor of athletic director here in New Jersey, I brought them to the ceremony. I just, it was important for me, for them to, for me to thank them publicly in front of all my peers. So that was a special uh, night for, for, for me and hopefully them. Fast forwarding to uh, ADs, one of the best phone calls I ever got when I first became an athletic administrator was from uh, John DeCola, who was the AD at, um, Jefferson High School in our conference. And he called me up and said, hi, Sean, this is John. I'm going to be your mentor. Uh, and it was a wonderful call. Uh, so, um, and he was my go-to guy. Uh, and then I talk about the mentors that I had and the people that I've connected with through this, through our profession on the local level. Um, I think a guy, Bob Curcio is a retired AD uh, from Columbia High School. I coached for him lacrosse when he was the AD and then worked with him. And when I was president of the coaches, uh, I'm sorry, the boys lacrosse league, he was our treasurer and he's a hall of fame division one coach, uh, a division one official uh, and legendary New Jersey lacrosse coach. Uh, and then um, guys like Bill Edelman uh, and, and through my conference, Bob Rossi, who just got elected into the, the, um, the Hall of Fame and I Triple A Hall of Fame, yep. uh, guys like that taking me under their wing uh, is 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 so important um, to me as I reflect as, as an athletic administrator. So those are those are people that jump right off the bat. Bob Hopek, if anybody who's been to a national doesn't know Bob Hopek, the best dresser in in the country, best dressed AD in the country. Uh, you know, again you know, took me under his, his wing as well. I don't know why, just took a liking to me. Uh, 
and he's been a, a, a wonderful friend and um, mentor to me all my way through uh, state and uh, NIAAA as well. I just love to hear the stories. And you brought up a, a very good point about getting connected uh, at your local level and the state level. So talk a little bit about that. Uh, how'd you get involved with your state association? You're, I know you're very involved with NIAAA. You know, that's where you and I met, you know, through the cohort program. So uh, we've got a lot of young listeners. So share that story so they can know how to get involved, starting with your state association. Sure. So as a coach, I was a clinic rat. Okay, and, and so I went to as much as many clinics as I could. And when I first got there, I was writing everything down and then looking at it and go, what the heck did I just write down? And now, you know, now you get, I've, I've morphed into and learned, uh, you know, you get one or two tidbits that are really great out of a workshop. I just kept that rolling over as an athletic administrator. So when John called me, John was very active in our uh, state association, the DAANJ. Um, he brought me, I started going to our state conferences. I said, hey, I, you know, I can doing some good things. Eventually, a year or two down the road, I started moderating and uh, doing anything that they told me to do. It wasn't even they asked me to do. I just, they told me to do something, I did it. And um, took on a role of, you know, volunteerism in serving our conference uh, as well. And uh, from that, I started presenting at DANJ workshops. Uh, and then they, they turned me on to the national workshop. And uh, the first one I went to was in Dallas, and I haven't missed one yet. Um, and I just can't get enough professional development. And then watching people there, you know, and getting, you know, going to all the workshops and discovering leadership training courses, four hours of professional development that actually have something to do with what I do as an athletic administrator. With all due respect to, you know, I, do we need, do you really need the athletic director's opinion on, you know, K through five test scores, uh, state test scores? I'll give it to you, but I mean, so, and you know, that type of thing. So I just, you know, it's, whether it's a coach's clinic or an athletic, you know, director's workshop or leadership training course. Um, you know, and then I was, you know, then I found out, you know, I'd come, come, become a certified athletic administrator. So I got that done. Then I got my CMAA. My CMAA project was uh, how to form an athletic student athlete uh, leadership council. So I was, you know, and again, I was able to, you know, propose it, implement it, assess it. And that was really my, really my project. Uh, and then, um, you know, so again, uh, going through and just following and, and model, just following the, my mentors and the people that I keep meeting, uh, I can't get enough of professional development. You know, we, we, we're lifelong learners, right? So uh, I'll, I'll just keep going. Uh, I've taken approximately 27 leadership training courses, um, taught a bunch on a local level. And uh, that's been, ex that's been a, a exciting for me. I had an initiative here in the state where um, started with my conference when I was president of the NJAC up north uh, to get as many athletic administrators in our conference CAA. So we, you know, I started to offer uh, core courses for everyone and that morphed into other conferences. 
uh, as a model. So uh, I was pretty proud of that initiative. Uh, and uh, we'll start that up down here uh, in the Greater Middlesex Conference as well. So, Yeah, uh, very, very cool stuff. You've also um, become involved uh, at a leadership level with the newest uh, aspect of the leadership training program, the cohort program. Uh, briefly, share a little bit about uh, your involvement with the NIAAA's cohort program. Yeah, where, where you and I first met. So, uh, you know, very uh, fortunate to uh, be a part of the first uh, inaugural NIAAAU uh, cohort. Um, people, you know, Daryl Nance put that together. Um, and, you know, a leaders teaching leaders, okay, mentoring leaders was, was, was awesome. We started with, um, you know, I, I remember the first activity uh, was, you know, finding our strengths, yep. right? Our leadership strengths and sharing that. And then, uh, you know, the concept of, well, I got to work on my weaknesses uh, where I'm like, and then all of a sudden just, you know, listen, we, you and I, we listen to everybody talking, you know, and, and they all have their theories and to just sit back and go here, forget about your weaknesses. Keep, continue to build on your strengths, surround yourself with people who, are better at your weaknesses than you are and just you know keep you know playing to your strengths i sat back and something as simple as that just hearing it in that situation it was like wow i'm like that's that's just like and that was a that was a big time game changer to me and that's something that i shared uh with my coaches and even my fellow administrators you know uh and throughout our district uh yeah yeah you know you're not very good at that so I don't know, do you need to really worry about that too much? Play to your strengths, do what you do best. Uh, and then we'll, you know, if we need to work on the weaknesses, we certainly will find other ways to do so. And then after that, I became a mentor. Being a mentee, then I was a mentor. Uh, and, um, you know, again, um, that was a wonderful experience as well, working with athletic administrators from across the country. And, you know, here I am mentoring these wonderful, successful athletic administrators. Uh, yeah, so it was, I, I think I learned more from them than I did mentoring them. So it's, uh, yeah, so again, that was, that's, that is the wave of the future. I, uh, I hope more and more get cohorts get formed. Uh, I know there's talk of, you know, urban cohorts, ADs and urban, all female athletic administrator cohorts. First, you know, year one through three cohorts, uh, five through eight, that type of thing. Um, uh, you know, that type of, those types of cohorts, it's, uh, sky's the limit for that. It's, uh, that's, that's, I'm very excited for everyone in the NIAAA for those. Yeah, it, it is a really unique, uh, you know, learning situation. And, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the new cohorts, uh, I'm going to be helping put together the new middle school cohort, uh, which is going to kick off, uh, December of 22 for next year. So very exciting stuff. And uh, again, you and I, we were part of that inaugural cohort group. So uh, we'll always have that. For listeners, we're visiting with Sean Dowling. He's a certified master athletic administrator. He's the director of athletics at Monroe Township High School in Monroe Township, New Jersey. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast.
We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. You've heard me say that we have a Sideline Interactive indoor score table in our gym, and it is fantastic. We use it for games, but we also use it for pep rallies. We use it for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is second to none. So check out sidelineinteractive.com for more information about these great products. Welcome back, everyone. Once again, we're visiting with Sean Dowling, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Sean, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that, you know, you're doing right now at Monroe Township, or maybe you've done at your other schools that you're particularly proud of? Uh, when you sit back, you know, with equal parts, pride and humility, you know, you can say, boy, we really do a good job with this. Do you have anything you can share with us? Sure do. Um, so one of the things, you know, one of the big things we do, uh, we all do as athletic administrators is promote uh, good sportsmanship and recognizing our officials. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, we have an official shortage. Um, I saw a statistic, the average age of an official right now is late fifties at some, uh, in some of our sports. Uh, so um, just recruiting our officials, uh, taking care of our officials, making their experience when they come to uh, Monroe Township uh, is a positive one. Number one, they're gonna wanna come back and work for us as well. But uh, so one of the things we do, and I don't know if we, we have uh, this, we give our official, any, every official that comes here now, we give a little welcome package. And uh, it's a bottle of water, little power bar, and maybe some candy. But the really cool thing about this is, and it says, uh, thank you for providing a safe, enjoyable playing environment for our athletes. Monroe Township Falcon Athletics, we're the Falcons. But the really cool thing about this is, these are put together by our unified athletes. So uh, our special needs kids. So on the back, it says, this one is made especially for you by Anthony, who is one of our unified students. Uh, so just, you know, again, very simple. Uh, it's great for our unified athletes to, to uh, be able to put this together, take pride in that. Um, welcome our officials as well. Um, we have our, and um, so that's just something, a, a shared best practice that we do here that um, uh, really, I think I, the feedback is, you know, first it was, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. First it was, they got this, oh, thanks for the bottle of water. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. This was made by one of our unified athletes. Thank you very much. And then we, uh, we make sure their experience here is, is as great as possible. I'm still trying to reculture our fans to understand that um, we can't play without them. So, uh, and, uh, you know, I've gone to parents and students like, well, 
why don't you ask nicely? Maybe he'll change his call. And then they'll be like, no, they won't. I'm like, yeah, that's right. So why would you ever scream at him to change? He's not going to change his call regardless. And that, you know, so that type of thing, reculturing, it's a process. Like I said, I've only been here about a year. So, uh, and, and we're getting there. So, and the, the interesting thing about that, Jake, is that we didn't have fans for a year. You know, so we, you know, so, you know, coming back, it's just have to re-teach how to cheer, you know, and be appropriate, you know, and, and, and that type of thing at the high school level. So it's been, it's been pretty positive, but that, that little, uh, that little um, thing of sharing uh, with your welcoming your officials, I think goes a long way. Now we got some guys going, hey, where's my bottle of water? Damn it. You know, so, so uh, it's worked out real well for us. Uh, such a great idea. And, and you know that, you know, sportsmanship was always a big uh, thing for me as an AD and, and I'm still, you know, a, a high school and, a, and a, for track and field, a college uh, official as well. Those things mean a lot. Um, you know, there's in, in a football game, in a basketball game, you know, how many 50, 50 calls are there? And it's not why you do it as an AD. You're not giving them a water bottle, but officials are human. Okay, if that uh, water bottle or candy bar or just that, hey, thanks for coming. Um, if that changes that 50-50 to 51-49, hey, you're coming out ahead. And again, that's not why you do it. It's just right. a, a nice consequence of doing the right thing. So, And we have assigners here, which thank goodness we have assigners here. So uh, they post uh, the assignments and then officials go in and accept the assignments. So when you have 20 games to choose from and Monroe Township High School is one of them, you know, maybe at the end of the day, like, well, you know what? I get, it's a good place, Monroe. I, I, I enjoy going and officiating there. And, and, and so now I don't have to ever worry about getting a call going, hey, Sean, you got to move your game because I can't get officials, which happens very, very rarely. But, you know, in certain sports it does. And, uh, so, and we have to work hard. What is our responsibility for retaining, recruiting uh, officials, you know, and, and as athletic administrators? And I'm doing my little, small little piece, you know, of it here. No, I, I, I love it. And I'm, I'm stealing it for one of my uh, AD presentations on sportsmanship. Just another great idea on, on what to do. Jake, we never steal. We adopt and we modify. There we go. We never steal anything. Okay. Uh, I, I appreciate that uh, wordsmithing there. Sean, we're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit more, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Uh, certainly by email. It's my first name. Dot, it's, so it's S-E-A-N dot Dowling, D-O-W-L-I-N-G at Monroe dot K-12 dot N-J us uh, and if you're a member of the niaa you can certainly uh email me through our um forum or whatever we are calling that uh, uh, i think i think they call it the portal the portal thank you thank okay. you we have a we have an ad uh, we have an ad forum here that we reach out to each other for in new jersey so uh yeah so email me uh you can certainly call me as well and uh, you know, so it's however you need to reach out. 
Sean Dowling, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Um, we're going to take a quick break again, talk to one of our sponsors, but we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen uh, video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Again, we're visiting with Sean Dowling, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the Athletic Director at Monroe Township High School in New Jersey. Sean, you and I are uh, of a similar age. Uh, I think I'm a little bit older than you, but you know, I remember back in uh, 100 years ago when I was in high school, you know, it was very common for my coaches to say something like, you know, come on, Jake, uh, suck it up, or come on, Jake, you got to be tough. And I think over the years, we might have figured out some better ways to phrase that. But toughness is certainly a, an important part of athletics and of life. So my question is, how can we coach kids to be tough while also being aware of the social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing? Uh, do you have any advice for us? So you and I grew up in a different age, for sure. Uh, different expectations uh, and um, things that coaches did back then, um, you just, we just don't do, we don't teach anymore. Uh, we don't encourage anymore. Um, they they might've worked for us, uh, but again, uh, kids are different. It's, it's a different time. Um, teaching kids to be tough, um, a lot of that has to do with how they're brought up and we have nothing to do with it, quite frankly. Um, I'm a proponent of, you know, you're either tough or you're not. Uh, although, you know, can, and the question would be, can we teach toughness and how do we do that? Um, I think a lot of that takes place in the off season. Uh, if we're, you know, I think, you know, I think to um, our contact sports um, and physically, right? Physically tough versus mentally tough. I think, um, you know, being in the weight room, uh, preparing yourself for the, um, for the upcoming season, creating situations where you're competing in the weight room as well with, or, or whether it be uh, agility, uh, strength training, you know, some type of competition within, within those uh, training sessions is, is, um, is certainly a positive when it comes to uh, creating toughness setting your practice plan then when you get into the season preseason and then and then um, into your season setting your practice plans to where your game situations you're competing in practice you are giving opportunities to fail 
Um, I, I mean, sports is one. Where else in sports can you put a plan together, have goals and objectives, make a plan together, implement that plan, fail at that plan, and then roll through it again, readjust, and get back after it the next day? Um, that builds toughness, character. That's what businesses are looking for in their, you know, in, and um, not to get off to the side on a tangent, but I remember sitting next to a headhunter on a plane and we got to chatting and what both of us has done. And she, she looks for student athletes uh, in, in a lot of the jobs that she uh, looks for placement in. And she looks for student athletes who are captains, who are leaders, okay, who have been there. And just what I said before, that are goal oriented, can work with a team as a captain, can lead a team, can handle failure, okay? And then how you react, okay? Uh, Tim Kites, you know, E plus R equals O. Every event plus a reaction has an outcome, right? Uh, you know, I, I think we use that a lot here at, at Monroe and try to, to work with our student athletes in that regard. So I think, you know, putting them in situations uh, in practice where, where, think, where the game isn't on the line, prepares them for adversity. So when something does go wrong in a game or they're up against it at the end of the game, they've, they've got that toughness. Um, through that, there's mental toughness as well. And sometimes, you know, you have all these wonderful athletes and you don't have to worry about their toughness physically, but how, many, how often have you seen this, a wonderful athlete We've seen it already, and you know, with with on our national international level, where they just can't perform, and they're like the best of the best, and for some reason mentally, uh, they you know. So again, preparing them to, I think the more that you know, you've heard it before. I, I I'm thinking of John Calipari who said, I heard say, you win or you learn. Okay. And I think learning uh, how to prepare, how to handle adversity, if we can model that and somehow put that into our practice plans and our scrimmages and, and relate that to real life, I think, um, I, I think that goes a long way with our student athletes. Um, it's again, it's uh, being intentional. Sorry, being intentional with, uh, with, um, you know, what we do every day as we plan to prepare our student athletes for uh, ultimately for our or their games. But again, education based athletics. OK, winning is a pleasant byproduct of what we're trying to teach. And and, you know, we'll win. We want our varsity teams to win okay, uh, under the guise of education based athletics. Listen, our, our opponents have to cooperate with winning, uh, you know, uh, and uh we have to train to win. And I think we're, and we do a good job of that. Our coaches and our teams do a really good job of that at Monroe Township High School. And um, we're constantly talking and training and, and how, how can we do it better? And uh, again, so for me, being tough, okay, and, and under the guise of education-based athletics can be done. Uh, it's, you know, and, uh, you know, but the days of, you know, suck it up and, uh, you know, stop whining and things like that. Or, you know, a lot of kids want to know why. Why are we doing this? So it's, uh, again, it's, uh, it's a daunting task, but it's uh, one that, that 
coaches today need to be up for that challenge. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I love the way you use those words. You know, you practice, you plan, you train. Uh, you don't just say be tough, you know, as a coach, as a leader, you know, you're going to show and teach them, uh, coach them, you know, how to be tough. Great, great stuff. Sean, this has been really cool uh, catching up with you. Uh, I know we got a chance to talk a little bit in Denver, but uh, always great to see you face-to-face, even if it is Zoom. But we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the Athletic Director's Toolbox. And in just a moment, uh, I'm going to ask you to send out a brand new Athletic Director on the very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. Uh, we're going to take does, a quick does break. Does this count? <laughs> Okay. Does this count? A, by the way, a signed edition of this is a tremendous book. Thank you for doing this. All right. For those of you not watching I, on YouTube, uh, Sean just did me a big favor, uh, held up my book, uh, Athletic Director's Toolbox. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, who sponsor the AD Toolbox section. Uh, but we are going to come back and Sean's going to share what's going to go in his toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the usual 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at athleticsurveys.com and info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Go to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, again, we've been visiting with Sean Dowling, a certified master athletic administrator and the director of athletics at Monroe Township High School in New Jersey. Sean, uh, as I said, it's been great catching up with you, but uh, now we want to find out what is going to go into your athletic director toolbox. What do you got for us? Sure. So uh, first, uh, as, as a new AD, you got to get out of your office. Uh, you have to, I say, you have to be there. You have to be visible and you have to be there for all of the um, stakeholders that you serve. So be there, be visible. Be out there for your student athletes at all your games and all your practices. Do your walkthroughs of practice. Uh, observe, ask questions, talk to the athletes during a break, just how they're doing. Um, talk to your coaches. How did it go? Talk to your coaches about how they're doing outside of coaching. Get to know their families uh, and how everything's going. Be there for them. I stand by parents. I say hello to parents. I sit there and they got any questions for me? How, are, how is your son or daughter enjoying the experience? Um, I am be there for your coaches uh, when a parent has a issue 
with the program at some point. I think um, just being out and being there and being available, um, it goes a long way. Having a presence, uh, you are the leader of your athletic program. Have a presence uh, as a leader and be available just to listen. I, I, parents just want to vent sometimes, just listen. Sometimes when I get that email, the first thing I write back is I respond immediately with received. And then I send it back. Uh, and then maybe I'll, or received, I'll digest this and we'll talk about it later. Uh, don't leave any of those things um, to chance. So we also have afternoon announcements for everyone at school here in the background. I can't turn those off. No worries. So, um, so that's my first um, toolbox. Uh, just be there. Be there for your coaches. Be there in family celebrations. Be there in you know tragedies. God forbid. Uh, just be there for your coaches. Um, number two, uh, start to establish your network your go-to ADs right now. Who is that AD or ADs that are going to pick up the phone and answer the phone? Well, you're going to pick up the phone, call them, and they're actually going to answer. And then they're going to help you through things. I think, you know, I talked about John DeCola, Bill Edelman, all my NJAC ADs. Uh, I, I can go on. There's, there's so many to name. Um, Bob Hopek, Bob Rossi, the NJSIAA is wonderful. They pick up the phone anytime I call for a question there. Um, you need that support group. Sometimes it's I, how do, not how do I do this, but I, I need to just, you know, my, my head's spinning. What are you doing in this situation? How do I handle this parent, that type of thing? I think that's, and a lot of my mentors, when I look back in New Jersey, for sure, have all been athletic directors of the year. It's just dumb luck for me. I mean, it just, I just, you're only as good as the people you're surrounded by. And for me, I, that must mean I'm pretty good because uh, I can call a lot of wonderful people on the state level. I can call people on the national level. I called you a couple of, I think a month or two ago to ask a couple of questions. Uh, it's just a wonderful network that I've, it's taken me time to develop that network. Uh, but again, it's, um, it's something that uh, start right away locally within your conference and on the state level, uh, it's invaluable to you. Uh, that, that would be number two in the toolbox. Uh, number three, start taking as many workshops and do professional development and start taking your leadership training courses. They are, they are professional development courses created by ADs taught by ADs for athletic directors. And um, I am not an online learner. Okay, I, have I took leadership training 502 online. Uh, it was fine, it was great. Okay, I think it's even better now than when I took it because it's been modified. But to get in front, get in the room with people, go to, the, go to your state workshops first and foremost, go to, your, go to a national. You, you won't want to miss one after that. Um, and, um, you know, just take your leadership training courses, get your towards your CAA. Uh, then you can start working towards a CMAA. Uh, you know, some states require it. Some states, you know, you get, I understand there's some states you get an increase in, in, in 
a salary. Uh, in New Jersey, you have to have a principal certification or supervisory certification. Uh, so CAA and CNA are more professional development opportunities. So that to me is just continue to learn and grow uh, in this profession. I will, I, I do it. I just had a wonderful experience in Denver. Uh, and again, I can't, I can't get enough of these workshops and uh, leadership training courses. So again, that's my, that's my third uh, for the toolbox. Great, uh, great advice from a master athletic administrator. And uh, hey, I'm going to put you on the spot. You know, you need to bring me up to uh, New Jersey and I can uh, help teach uh, one of our new courses, the 716 course partnering with parents. So uh, you can add that one to your collection. Okay. You know, we, uh, we, we're, so this, our state committee, we're doing 503. I'm teaching it. Uh, we're teaching, uh, Gary Stevens is coming. The great Gary Stevens coming to teach 631 uh event management i believe that is mm -hmm. and then uh we have a rising star ryan miller he's going to be teaching 799 exemplary programs uh would love to see us do more uh but again in my role here uh, that's one of my roles here in the state to start to offer leadership training courses around the state to our fellow athletic administrators all right well maybe sometime down the road sean we're again. getting yeah jake we're coming just again, you may have to wear, you know, a sweater or something up here. It's going to get a little cold up here. Maybe, I don't know if. I think we had a little internet connection there, but uh, Sean was giving me a hard time about our Florida weather. I do own a, a parka. So uh, if you invite me up, uh, I will definitely be able to withstand the temperatures. Okay. We're gonna, I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. Sean Dowling, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Uh, again, uh, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain, and if you're listening to Sean, you really should. He, he's a tremendous uh, uh, individual and, and would love to help you out. How can our listeners uh, get a hold of you? Sure, by email, uh, first name, dot, last name. So it's S-E-A-N dot D-O-W-L-I-N-G at monroe.k12.nj.us. And uh, I uh, will get right back to you. You know, if you email me with anything, uh, you know, and that's in our profession, we share. So uh, we share everything. So, uh, and then we adopt and we modify. Adopt and modify, I will re remember that. Sean Dowling, um, all the best for the rest of the spring season. And uh, thanks for being on the Educational AD Podcast. Jake, thanks for having me. This has been a, a wonderful uh, time chatting with you. For listeners, uh, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are always uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And as always, we want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider for schools and colleges. You can learn more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing.